All right, welcome to the Draw No Bet podcast. My name is James. I'm here with my my trusty steed, Nolan. And we are actually at a three-man booth that, uh, for this Futures episode today. We have we have Alon from FML FPL, man. Thanks for joining us. How you doing, dude? I'm stoked. Let's go. This is my favorite episode of the year. Thanks for having me on. Let's do it. Absolutely, uh, welcome, man. Welcome to the pod, James. Thanks for calling me a horse. <laughs> trusty steed, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're old faithful. Always reliable. Always reliable, man. Yeah, so... <laughs> This pod last year, we we absolutely slayed it. I mean, hitting a twenty to one golden boot is obviously going to help a lot. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> we we absolutely murdered this. This like picked up my season totals for all the bets and everything. It fixed, it cured all all that ailed me. I know Nolan had a bunch of bunch of hits too. So hopefully, hopefully we can keep it going this year. We have a, we set the bar pretty high last season though, so I'm a little 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 nervous about it. But yeah, I I feel the same way. I was uh, unfortunately I also had the Vardy. A golden boot winner but i parlayed that with man city winning which i thought that was a shoe in uh, <laughs> for, for 35 like, to 1 nothing like so. parlaying a shoe in just in uh, life sucks. Yep. oh man all right well let's let's just get into it we got a lot to talk about so um do you guys want to start off just with outright winner i mean it's this is a a man city fan potting with two liverpool fans so what do you what do you guys take on outright winner <laughs> what do you think nolan is it just between the two teams? Should we even look at the other other teams? Are you flirting with a you know throwing down a fiver on Chelsea or Man U? I, I'm not. What about you, Alon? I'm also not. I just don't think either team is like the complete enough package to really threaten there. And you look at Man City. I think it was minus one sixty last season. Now it's minus one thirty. Again, yeah. apologies to. EU listeners, I only speak American gambling numbers. <laughs> I don't know. I still just like City. Liverpool plus two fifty is kind of good too, though. It's kind of weird. I kind of like both lines. It's interesting that last year Liverpool were plus two hundred, and now they're worse. They have worse odds after the season that they yeah, just had. Right. I uh, and you know, I, I that. That I don't really understand. I think people look into transfers a little bit too much in the fact that Liverpool haven't made any acquisitions. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Do they need more acquisitions? It seems like they got a pretty nice machine humming. It, it, it gives me pause. I think just from the gambling perspective, uh, that's the only value here is the Liverpool line. Absolutely. I mean, the Man, the Man City line has been hilarious to watch over the last two months. Like, Right after the season ended, mm-hmm. it was like plus plus one ten, and then the messy rumors kicked in, and it like dropped to like minus two hundred, and now right. it's like back up to to minus one thirty. And right, I, but yeah, Liverpool. I mean, City have to show that they can beat them to win the league, which has not happened. So I I don't hate uh, Liverpool to win outright again. I, think, I mean, like I think mentioning transfers is key though because it also works on the other end. And, you know, obviously the messy thing fell through, but I think that the world would anticipate city like getting Koulibaly and maybe getting someone else. And it's like, well, they might get a lot better where yes, Liverpool are definitely a machine, like maybe overperforming a little, but like, how are they pushing the needle further? I'm not sure if they are like Tiago would be great, but is he going to come in and just replace genie? And like, how much does that make them better? I don't know. I I think it's a, combination of like what the algorithm spits out which is like city are the best team in the world and then like a combination of just how the next two months will work out i guess yeah i can see that and also i i just just on the liverpool side i i mean can they do this for what like a, a fourth season in a row or just like insane crazy. points totals you know yeah, like I, I, city crazy. city fell off last year i i don't i can't think of a, a premier league team that has done like a, a three and yeah. a four year stretch like that Ever, there, really. there, yeah, there is a motivation factor definitely, if you're a Liverpool definitely. player, and it's just like you, you've done, you've done it, you've done everything that you've asked for. Like, can you, mm-hmm. do you have that drive to do it again? Um, I, I would say this, this is probably the last year that they have uh, to do it with Van Dyke, uh, Salah, Firmino, and Mane. They're all 29 years old, and. Uh, I think the African Cup of Nations next year is going to take take two of them away and, and Kaita. So it's like, they can't. This is the last yeah. year. Yeah, and eventually they'll have to turn over the squad and get some younger guys exactly. in at those positions. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Liverpool's value, I don't know if I'm touching it. Are you guys just like throwing down a unit on it immediately? Or I, 
I don't. I'm not excited by this, and I don't know what to do with it. I'm. It's a. It's a stay away for me. A lot. Honestly, a lot of these. These like top top line winners and like top two finish top four finish the lines are like are pretty pretty stiff yeah <laughs> i'm not yeah. i'm not too pumped about a lot of it um for for me right now it's a stay away but i, I don't i don't hate obviously betting city at minus 130 and, and liverpool both of them I, I, either one of them are, are, right. are okay bets but it's not something i'm gonna i'm gonna be bet, betting right I'm, I'm gonna put a unit on liverpool just so plus 250 seems seems like a smart smart buy okay okay yeah uh well, what about moving into like the the top two finish? Um, just from my perspective here, like unless unless Liverpool and City get decimated by injuries, which isn't a fun thing to root for for either squad. Like I don't, I can't back Chelsea or Man U cracking the top two here. It it just seems like a two horse race here, and I, I don't, I certainly don't hate a larger bet on Liverpool as top two more so than outright winner. Like that seems fine. Like if you want to put like ten units on Liverpool to finish top two, I I like that more than a couple on on outright winner, honestly, but. Uh, that's a good, that's yeah, a good point. That is safe, right? I like that. Yeah. The the way that I see it is, Manu and Chelsea have really come on, and Chelsea, you know, bought, spent, you know, conservatively like eight hundred billion pounds over the summer. <laughs> yeah. But the, the fact of the matter is, both managers aren't experienced enough to to take it to the next level. They both have, you know, I think fifty percent winning percentage. And against Man City and Liverpool, you, you need to have a much higher winning percentage in the 60s and 70s in order to compete for the top two spots. So I don't really see it there. I do like that- Chelsea, the winner without Liverpool and City. I don't know why they say say it like that, but just call it third place. Third place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it over here, but... I think I like Chelsea there. I mean, they're plus 150, United's plus 200, and then no one else is really close. And I mentioned this on, on our FPL pod two days ago. Like, they were even-ish last year. Like, Chelsea probably a little bit better. And then they just added, like, four superstars. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. United have added one depth piece. And I'm like, I think Chelsea can take the step forward to be, like, very clearly the third best team so i like that plus 150 i feel like that's good i thought they'd be favored hmm, interesting I, I, I that's not that's something i had looked at i definitely i would expect chelsea to finish third i'm, I'm on board with that i mean it's no one and i were talking about this on our on our fpl pod yesterday it's like i don't think i've ever seen a team completely re- redo themselves in such a short amount of time like yeah that front four is oh my god it's gonna be so much fun it's to watch I'm, I'm stoked for it yeah yeah the the only way it can get derailed again is just like if if the staff and the manager can't control the the egos in there they're all coming from new places maybe they won't mesh you know maybe you know there's there's competition for spots yeah. and if it doesn't work out do they have the the formation solutions to to satisfy everyone like i, I there could be some you know learning pains throughout that kind of I don't know. I, no, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to think of different ways to play devil's advocate, no, but I, I agree with you guys. I agree with you that, like, I don't think it's going to be some sort of, like, everything goes perfectly season. I just don't think that exists with this much changeover and a young and experienced manager. But I think they're that much better than Manchester United that, like, they have that room to grow. Like, I think they slip up here and there, and it's okay. They're still going to be third, so... You know, you know, we, you know, what we need to start is we need to start a, a futures futures podcast where we talk about the twenty one twenty two season oh, next season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like Chelsea locked in at third place. Oh my right there. god! Yeah, who's the <laughs> highest scoring team in the twenty twenty three twenty four season? I'm like Chelsea. Now we're sure. talking. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Top four finish same. Like, I don't, I don't see. I, I guess I could I could see someone putting a unit on on, on Spurs at plus three fifty to crack in there. You know, uh, just given Mourinho's history, second second year, and they have the pieces there, right? Like I, I, signing Doherty is is huge. Uh, it's just still at three fifty. Like that's not enough juice for me to really <laughs> to get excited about that bet. If that was like five fifty something like that, then I'm into it. But uh, Nolan, do you have anything other than the uh, the standard for the top four finish? I, I like Spurs. I like Spurs in that. I think I think there's value there. Again, yeah, Jose Mourinho. If you look at just experienced managers, you know, a proven goal scorer that hopefully is you know not 
that's injury free ish throughout the year. And just the the transfers coming in with uh Hoiber being that defensive midfielder that Jose just loves. Uh and, and you know, some more odd, they're a pretty deep squad too, like if you look at them. So I, I think there's there's value there at plus three fifty. Uh I'm I'm gonna put a unit on that just because it's Jose. I can see him doing something there. Alright, Alon, what about you? Do you think you like the Spurs there? Do you like have anything for Arsenal? What what are your thoughts on top I'm, four? I'm really boring here and I just like the chalk. Like okay. yeah. Chelsea's minus two seventy five, United's minus two twenty five. Like I'm not playing for the thrill of fucking victory here. Like I was all in on Burnley last last year's future spot. Like yeah. they're gonna finish top four. I like those odds. Like it's not sexy. It's not plus two thousand Barty Golden Boot, but like I think it's locked in. Like I think it's like ninety plus percent that these teams finish top four. So I like those numbers. Like if that was minus five hundred Chelsea, minus four hundred United. I wouldn't have looked at those and been like, those are ridiculous. I'd have been right. like, yeah, that sounds about right to me. All right. So I'm boring, but yeah, I just like the chalk. That's fine. That's well, what normal. You, 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 like, you like Burnley. What about Burnley top four for <laughs> 50 to one? <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're showing off. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, Nolan and I um, will kind of, at least the way that I approach like our, our weekly spread podcast, right, is I, I kind of look at the matchups and I don't, before I look at the lines and then I try and guess the lines, right? And then if I see something that once I see the lines as a big variance, you know, I'm going to trust my thought process and I'm going to bet that. So, I mean, if you're looking at, if you were expecting Chelsea to finish top four as minus 500 and you see a line significantly better than that, like that's, you've got to yeah. take it, you know? I mean, so. that's exactly it. I mean, you nailed it. Like, you were just talking about top two. Top two finish, Liverpool's minus 250. And they're saying Chelsea minus 275. And I'm like, yeah, like those are things that are just going to happen. <laughs> like there could be a disaster. Anything could happen, whatever. But like I, I don't, I'm just like, yes, that I fully believe that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. So top six, it gets a little bit more interesting here. In my, in my I mean, this, this is the fun stuff. Yeah. This is yeah, where it yeah. gets, it gets funky. Um. I'm, I think I'm going to put a little... I do this every year. I, I always fall... I fall in love with Everton in August and September every year. Every fucking year. And it's going to cost me money. But I'm, I'm, I'm into Everton plus 550. I mean, uh, I like I like their FPL assets. If anyone listens to our... Yeah, I've been talking about them for a while now. and they Especially with the news today. I know. James is there, man. Plus 550 to, mm. to come in. I'm, I'm, I can see it, man. And I also like Wolves here without, um, out of Europa. I don't know. What do you guys think here? I can't think of another player that just had a career based on two weeks of really good play from James <laughs> Rodriguez. Like, so true. But that happened six six fucking years ago. Uh, yeah, I can't get on the Everton bet. Dude, Wolves. Wolves, they're not in Europa League. They've got a good manager. Yeah, they've had you know some pieces go away, but they replaced him real fast. It's like a well-run club, and yeah. I like I like putting money towards well-run clubs. What's going on with their wingbacks? Do we have any news on that? I know I know I heard like rumors of Inagre is leaving. Alon, do you know what's going on there? They got Marcal or Marsal. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his name, and I don't understand him based on like numbers and stuff because he mostly played center back. He's 31. He barely played in general. I think he had 800 minutes back-to-back seasons. So I'm just like, I don't know. They still, from my eyes, don't really have wingbacks. There's rumors that Vinagre is going to go to Porto. He's U21, like, Portuguese nailed-on starter. Like, they should probably try and keep him because they don't have any wingbacks. So I, I don't really know anything beyond that other than, like, they're looking to buy. That's all we really know, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, do you um, see anything there that you like? I I also like Everton. I mean, I I also fall into Everton trap all the time. The big difference to me this year is they have Carlo Ancelotti <laughs> and not like some dickface who's bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I like that a lot. I like the pieces they added. I like their team a lot. I like their squad a lot. But the my like, I well, I should say I think Leicester's decent value too. I and mean, they ended the season so badly with. Chilwell hurt, Pereira hurt, Madison hurt, fucking Johnny Evans red card. Like, literally everything went wrong for them. Indeed, he hurt. 
they're good when they're fit like they're they're easily top six team i think when they're fit it's a matter of getting fit that you have to kind of that's where the risk is i guess but they're pretty solid but the team that i am sort of interested in would be southampton i think plus 1200 does not represent how good they were for from like january through the end of the season last season i think ralph is really good the squad is pretty settled you know, you need things to bounce right. You need Ings to not get injured, which is not a shoo-in and stuff like that. You need Che Adams to probably be better. But I think it's doable. Like, I think that they showed for six months that they are top six quality when they play well, and maybe they could do it over the course of a season. I don't know. 12-1 to is good odds for yeah, it, Yeah, it's too. really good. It's really good. I'm so, go. I'm so fucking mad at them. I had them for a top half finish, and they finished 11th. <laughs> You should add Burnley, dude. Should I know Burnley, Burnley finished tenth. <laughs> so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so funny. But yeah, That's I don't stupid. really see another team. I mean, it's insane to me that Leeds is the same as Southampton. No, that's not gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, that, that's that's insane. I've never seen a team. I mean, I thought we had seen this with Wolves, right? Where everyone mm-hmm. is unanimously like they're so good, and then they actually finish like eighth that year or whatever. But, like, I've never seen a team like Leeds with, like, Bamford leading the line and shit. And, like, full of, like, mostly no names. Like, they're not, like, like Wolves had, like, Portuguese internationals that we could hang our hat on, you know. And everyone is just all in. Like, yeah, they're definitely a top-half team. And I'm just like, whoa, this is so crazy. So crazy. Well, we, we, we thought the same thing about Chef U. So I just throwing that out there. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm, I'm holding all Leeds bets to eventually they uh, get grinded down towards the end of the season and then they just like fall apart. Like that's the way that Bielsa has done it every single year that he's there. So just wait until Christmas and, uh, you know, bet bet on a bottom half finish and you'll get good odds. Wait, so are you in on them on the Christmas Day bets? (laughs) Like, No, I'm not. No, not necessarily. I'm going to, I think they're going to be doing well you know, for the first half, and then they're going to, you know, things will go pear-shaped, and then that's when I'm going to bet against them. Got it. That's my plan. Got it. Okay. Okay. I can get behind that. Good I love insight. the uh, yeah, planning out four months ahead. This is... Yeah. <laughs> and then Psycho. next year, easy bunch game. of psychos. <laughs> oh, man. Um, top 10 finish. Alon, you got anything here? This is another one. I just think the lines are unkind. Southampton plus 165 is is good. I'm on that for sure. But um, I, I like the same else? two. I like the same two teams again. Like I'm not in this trying to like show off and right. throw out like hot takes or something. Like Everton's minus one fifteen. That's an easy one. I yeah. love that. Like that's ridiculous for them. And I like Southampton two plus one sixty five. Not as much, but I absolutely love Everton there. Okay. Top half finishes are tough because the top seven are top eight are kind of already accounted for yeah, with, yeah. you know those those teams so it's like okay who, out of the bunch who are the other two teams that can kind of fit up there and the difference between like the team that finishes ninth and the team that finishes 11th is usually like four points at the end of the year yeah. so you're you're sweating the whole the whole oh, time yeah, absolutely the, the the what makes everton appealing out of that group is like i think there's a world where they're better than Wolves and better than Sheffield United. And, you know, like, I think they could finish seventh. I don't think they're Mm -hmm. like a maybe 10th. So that's Mm -hmm. why I like it. Yeah. The, the, the highs of seventh. Good for you. Everton. And that's (laughs) Everton football club. Yeah. That's their sweet spot. Absolutely. Um, Bottom 10, man. I, I like Newcastle here. I mean, you're paying the juice for it, but I do not see a world. Yeah, dude, I I I don't I am not not in on Newcastle this year at all. I think they just made three competent signings today. Frazier and Callum Wilson. I know, I know, but I, I wrote I wrote my notes yesterday too. So, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what do you guys? What's your take on uh, Newcastle, guys? Like, I I mean, they signed competent players that also just got relegated, which obviously isn't their fault. But I I don't know. I'm not I'm not in on them this season at all. I think they they're pretty much a lock to finish bottom ten, but. Nolan, what do that you is think? true. It's always a red flag when you sign a whole bunch of relegated players. Like, remember when Terrapt kept on getting relegated oh, and yeah. then switching switching to QPR, and then <laughs> so good. It's like just the poison chalice. Like, don't buy Terrapt. 
Um, I'm actually with you and had the exact same thing written down. Newcastle minus 350. Again, it's chalk. It's not sexy. They're bad. Everyone kind of knows they're bad, but they're Burnley's minus 400. Newcastle's minus 350. Like in what world uh, should that be the order of operations here? Like they're sandwiched between Burnley and Sheffield United, and they're like easily a bottom four, five team in the league. Like, I just think it's a lock. I don't see a world where Bruce is, like, making the parts better, you know? He's not increasing this team to top 10 finish. I just don't see that world at all. Well, especially with the high morale that's in and around (laughs) Newcastle football. Seriously, like, holy shit. Maybe no fans will help them. I don't know. That's That's a good point, yeah. I also also was looking at Chef U here. Um. They have like twelve players on their squad. If like it's it's insane how <laughs> how, how thin they are like across mm-hmm. the board, mm-hmm. and losing like Dean Henderson put in such an amazing performance last season, and not not having him back, uh, like that's gonna that's has to impact them negatively. I just don't see I don't see them any any chance really of them topping the uh, like outperforming Southampton right and and the teams that we just talked about like mm-hmm. that does not compute to me for I- and. I just don't like the line. Okay. Like, it's a lot. If, if they were like even, I'd be like, yeah, I think that's cool. Like, I like that narrative. But like, Vegas is already like putting the line at what you're saying. You know, like they're putting them right between Newcastle and Leeds. Like they're mm-hmm. saying, like we don't really think this is a top ten team either. So I'm I'm just not that into it because like. Well, they showed last season they can be when they're running hot. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm a little sketched out about it. Okay. Okay. The one team, and, you know, I brought it up before, Leeds is minus 275 now. I think by Christmas it might be you, – you'll get better odds because mm. they'll be doing much better than, than the, you know, crappy teams under them. But they'll they'll start to, to slip. So that's what I'm going to look for. Nice. Okay. Okay. I like it. Not much else I see here. No. Agreed. All right, let's get into the uh, teams to be relegated. Nolan, what are your thoughts? Um, this is this is one of the futures that I actually made money on. It's fantastic. Hell yeah! <laughs> because I didn't fucking parlay that with with Man City winning. <laughs> I'm the worst Liverpool fan. I, I, um, I only podcast with Liverpool fans. So like the other guy in our FPL pod is a, is a Liverpool fan. Oh you both God. are Liverpool fans, and all three of you are like rational though. So uh, it's, yeah. it's it's nice. It's very it's very nice. It's but, a yeah. lot of it's like thirty years of like self hatred just yeah. piling on top of itself <laughs> for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I got I got Watford going down last year, so that was that was Huge. good. Plus five hundred. I feel so good about West Ham at plus four fifty. It's not even funny. Wow. They have, Tell me about that. They have the worst starting schedule which automatically puts pressure on Moyes and they're, they're going to be, you know, bottom of the table by November, they might sack Moyes. It'll be, you know, mm. Mark Noble is tweeting about the administration of the club right now on, on just like the moves that they're making and not making. It's just, it's a poisonous situation. And when you look at their squad, they, they only saved themselves last season because Antonio went on fire. If you're yeah. relying on Antonio yeah. to score eight goals in six games, like that's, and they haven't changed. It's still the same club. So that's why plus 450 is for me. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely putting on that. Interesting. Okay. I hadn't I thought can... about that narrative, but I like it. Yeah, the pressure, like they could realistically have zero wins after like eight weeks. Yeah. Absolutely. So they could have like there's... two draws, six losses in eight weeks, and it's just yeah. like utter disaster. Dude, that's so Newcastle home, Arsenal away, Wolves home, Leicester away, Spurs away, City home, Liverpool away, and that's yeah, that's that's your manager getting it's sacked. Ridiculous. Absolutely, it's so bad. Yeah, and oh. and for the first game, they they won't even have Suchek because he's quarantined for the Czech Republic, and yeah, yeah it's just it's just there's a compounding of a bunch of things that yeah. I'm like. Okay, I like this narrative. I'm going for it. Yeah, because I like I like a lot of their players actually, and I think Moyes did a good job. But I think the only way it happens is the way that you spelled out. It was like just complete nightmare start, sacking, disaster, disruption, and you could see that. Hmm. Yeah. I I also I'm a, I'm a big else? fan of the 
I like I like West Brom at even odds. I think that's Love I, I was sho- West Brom. Shocked that it's uh, it's even odds. Like uh, absolutely, that's a, that that's a that's a multiple unit bet for me. So that's that's my pick from that from that group. So I was looking back in history a little bit in prep for this pod. The lowest scoring team almost always gets relegated. The second worst and third worst team usually also get relegated. Like if you can't score goals, you're not going to stay up. Basically, for the most part, that's how it's gone for the last like five years or whatever. It's not rocket science, yeah. It's not rocket science. West Brom have Hal Robson, Kanu, and Charlie Austin as strikers. They just don't have strikers. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Aston Villa don't really have strikers. Like Newcastle, is Callum Wilson even good? He was really bad last season. Like, yeah. really, really bad last season. I don't know. I mean, Newcastle's third favorites to be the lowest-scoring team in the league. I feel like Newcastle plus 225 is pretty good. I think West Brom even is pretty good. I think Fulham even is kind of good, too. I I, I like it. <laughs> I kind of like it. I think there's that's just one guaranteed one, and that's West Brom. Yeah, West the West other Brom ones, the you, best, can, yeah. you can see, you know, you can see people pulling in Aston Villa who should have got relegated. I mean, there's probably five teams that should have got relegated last season. So it's, <laughs> it's hard to choose. Yes. Yep. So maybe go with value uh, for this particular bet other than the West Brom, which is an easy one. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. I agree there. Yeah. Fulham, at least they have Metro and they have some experience and like Scotty Parker feel good feeling. Like maybe they grind out 16th or something, but yeah, West Brom, it's just like, what are they doing? Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Um, we had a we had a question from one of the uh, the guys in in the FML FPL Discord, Nolan. I don't know. I th- I think I t- told you to look for this, but the uh the relegation treble. Did you look at those odds at all? Uh, no, because there's seven thousand. <laughs> complicated. <of> <laughs> you, you you can get fucking lost for days. Have you ever gone like horse racing and doing like a perfecta box, and you just yes, that's how you lose all of your money on one race. It's Absolutely. such bait, dude. It's such bait. <laughs> It's ridiculous. The numbers are big and fat and juicy, mm-hmm. and all you want to do is sink your teeth in. But you have to go three for three. It's ridiculous. There's so many random variants, bounces of the ball between Villa, Fulham, West Brom, Newcastle, Palace. Like, who knows? Like, it's going three for three is ridiculous. Like, it's so unlikely. I mean, going, going into the season, like, there's what seven contenders to be relegated yeah sometimes like like, so like let's not let's not even deal with that this point <laughs> like imagine <laughs> just like i mean i guess you nailed wofford nolan so i shouldn't be saying this because you're just a god but like going into last season wofford would have never if i was doing a relegation treble like they would not have entered my mind at all yeah, yeah. i would have picked like two or three of the promoted sides and then maybe like a Newcastle or Palace or something. I would have never gone Watford on a trial. It's just like ridiculous to hit the triple. You need like, there's so many other factors. I, I don't know. But it's James, big. you brought it up because you wanted to talk about it. So after, yeah, sorry. No, I just, 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 no, I, 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 these bets. What are I, your, what are your I, ratings? I agree with you guys completely. And it's not something I'm going to be placed, but if I had to pick one, I do like the West Brom Fulham Newcastle at plus 2000. I have other plus 2000 sure. bets that I would much rather place than that one. But yeah. Brad, that's my pick West Brom Fulham and Newcastle. So sure. there you go. Um, to finish bottom, I don't, I mean, West Brom at plus 300 is great, but I would much rather put like 10 units on them just to be relegated than a couple on plus 300. Uh, you see anything in that, in that area that you like? What is it ever right to just bet Fulham and West Brom both, both plus 300 and just put the same amount on, on both? I don't know. That seems okay, I guess. I guess. I mean, you're at plus three. Yeah, at plus three hundred, you're going to make money off of it. But I, I still think that just getting them in the even odds to be relegated outright. Yeah, is, yeah. That's it's, where you it's make all. Money. It's always a promoted team that finishes dead last, unless a a current EPL team is on fire, like yeah, Portsmouth when they finally got relegated. Like you knew ahead of time they were going to finish last. They were the absolute worst team. So yeah, maybe just Fulham West Brom. So unit oh, yeah, each. I, I don't mind that plus 300 each like it's very likely i think all right that. um do you guys see anything else in like the in the rankings of teams like the team futures that you guys want to talk about or do you want to move over to like uh golden boot stuff 
Um, well, they they have like the team versus team shit. Is that what you're talking about? Well, we can we yeah we can talk about that. I, it's not something I I, I look through and I, there's nothing really that caught my eye outright. But if you got some some bets, man, I, go for it. I do I do like Crystal Palace lowest scoring team at plus eight hundred. That's that's stupid high, stupid high. Yeah, I mean they, they were second lowest last season and like broke records. Yeah, and and I I don't know how they got. They were they were safe before quarantine hit, but apparently they were, and it's just they have the same squad other than Easy E coming in, and I can't see him making that much of a difference. So yeah, Crystal Palace plus eight hundred. They score less than a goal a game. That's that's good. I like that a lot yep. actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Highest scoring team. I don't see. I mean, you could get a shout at, at Chelsea if if that Chelsea. if that just goes off. Game yeah, Busters the at plus sixteen hundred. But yeah, yeah that's, that's not something not something I'm gonna be placing. Bottom on Christmas Day, I, eh. I don't I don't celebrate Christmas. Next, <laughs> next, <laughs> moving on. I only celebrate Boxing Day. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about uh, Golden Boot, guys. This one, this is the most exciting bet for me. <laughs> I, I love so much stuff here. Um, oh, Golden Boot, and then like the over under on goals. Yeah, oh, it's so, it's so good. Um. Okay, so the last couple Golden Boot winners are Vardy, and then that three-way tie between uh, Mo, Mane, and Abba. Kane, Kane, Kuhn, Suarez, and then RVP twice. So when I look at that outside of Mane, right, you can't win the Golden Boot if you don't take Pence. Uh, that's it. Just it is what it is. That's what we've seen the last last decade, right? Um, I like that. So my question for you: Does Jorginho make it into this starting Chelsea squad because <laughs> I don't yeah. think that he I don't think that he does right I don't think which, so which leads me to lend lends me to believe that Timo Werner might be taking on Pence and at at plus 1200 I have I him. think that yeah I think there's some value there no one I ha- thoughts I have him as well yeah plus 1200 that's Dude. really good odds I think that's really I think so that's, too he's yeah. very that's durable really they're gonna be Really high you scoring. Have to, you have to look at all the players and be like, do they have the capability of scoring 20 goals? And then if someone has the capability of scoring 20 goals, then they're going to be in and around that. Yes. And Timo Werner is going to be in and around that. And it can't be all offensive players on Chelsea, right? Like maybe Torgino is in the team. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's, on, like on Conte's paper, in there, right? He's yeah. not, right? Yeah, it's yeah, Conte right. and Kovacic. On paper, he's not there. Yeah, to plus twelve hundred. That's that. That was my really pick bad. too for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, yeah, the pens and then like a lot of the guys in front of him. It's like Kane. I don't expect Kane to be fit all season. Like Kuhn, no. I don't expect Kuhn to be fit all season. Like Raz isn't on pens. Obs has been declining rapidly with his numbers and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I there's like a case, there is a case for for Mane. There but is. It's, it's con- good value. It, it's it's good value, but it's kind of the same value at, at 14 to one odds than Timo. And I yeah. think Timo Werner is going to go through him a little bit more than, than Mane. So that might be a smarter pick. Yeah. And I think and the pens look- is a good thing to point out, James. I mean, it's like the way to think about it when you're comparing like someone like Timo versus Mane world-class players, but Timo has a five goal head start. Yeah. You know, like who exactly. are you going to take now? You know? <laughs> yep. And that being said, I mean, you look at no no injury prone people, no rotation risk, and and pens like those are the three factors, right? And Raúl Jiménez at twenty five to one, you can see him scoring twenty goals this season. I mean, with with looking at Europa League and last season, he had like a forty forty five goals last season. So you can see him, especially with those odds at twenty five to one. What do you guys think about that? That's Ooh, interesting. I haven't thought yeah. about him at all, but I do kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, he hit 17. He's in the prime of his life. Sure. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like, when you were listing off the past uh, Golden Boot winners, like, the number is important, too. Last year, Vardy won it with 23. The year before, that yeah. was a three-way tie in 22. Like, the years before that was, like, Salah 32, Kane 30, Kane 30, whatever. But, like, recently, you don't have to pop off to, like, an insane level to win the Golden Boot. So, yeah, I think some of those guys that are, like, on the edge 
yeah, you, you could get there. I don't hate that. Yeah, sometimes, like, I remember Drogba winning the Golden Boot with, like, 19 goals. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell happened that year? Like, <laughs> no, there was just no goal scoring. And, yeah, it's – and really, we want to look at just good teams, right? Like, top four, top six, like, that's basically it. Where it's not going to be a Roque Santa Cruz at, at Blackburn that scores, like, 20 goals. Like, that would yeah. be really weird. But if I were to make a bet, JK, I'm going to make a bet. I'm going to do 50 to 1 on Mitro. Just because oh everything, what are you everything goes. <laughs> no, everything goes through him. He's going to score nineteen goals. Okay, That'll be the okay. year. Okay, I have a long shot that's that's twice as long that I think is a much better bet. Oh, talk to me. <laughs> Don't talk say to me, Patrick Bamford. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. Richarlison. Richarlison, man. I I see. He he's he's got a twenty goal season in him. He, he we have not seen we have not seen his best performance yet. Like. When I'm looking at some of these bets, I'm I'm looking at guys who we might not have seen their best year yet, right? Like I could see Raz at plus twelve. You know, if he if he plays seventy five percent of the season as well as he played the restart, he's going to win the Golden Boot. Yes, like that, he was phenomenal, right? Yes, but Richarlison, um, especially we, their their pen situation is going to be up in the air if James comes in and takes over Siggy's spot, which seems to me like could if Siggy's on the bench, right? That that it could fall into Richarlison's lap. He could get a couple pens. I don't know, man. I think it could happen. And it's 100 to 1 odds. So I'm definitely going to put a unit on that. Are you saying that Everton are a better team than Fulham? Like, when did that happen? <laughs> also, also that. Yeah, that point alone. Um, no, that's, that's, a, that's a much better point. Maybe I just have, like, googly eyes over, over Nandor, and I just you, can't. You love Mitro, man. Yesterday, yesterday on the, the pod, you were... I know you both do. You both do. Nolan was like, he only had nine yellow cards last season. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I'm just yeah, trying like, to sell it to you guys. <laughs> I oh. my sort of long shot isn't that long, so it's not as like fun and crazy. But I think Tony Martial has a 25 goal season in him if he manages to stay fit. Like that's the risk with him. Is he going to stay fit? It's not the ceiling because we saw. He basically had his breakout year last year and scored, I think, 17. And, like, now he's going to have a full season with Bruno, full season with Pog, full season at the number nine. He has it in him. It's just fitness is the big issue. So I, I kind of like him at plus 2,000. I, I could get behind that for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm on Werner for probably a couple units. Uh, Martial, yeah. for sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw half a unit on Richarlison just because that's going to be – I don't know. I've, I'm – I'm in love with Richarlison. I've always liked him. <laughs> we we won our Richarlison over last year, right? Like just yeah. barely. Yeah, okay. just barely. I like just him barely. too. Then okay, I like yeah. him too. <laughs> just barely. Yeah, I can't, counts, I can't remember man. if I liked him or not, but I like him now. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so you, Nolan, let's get into these uh, these player over unders, man. What's what? What do you want to talk about? Who, who's your first guy? Over under goals. Uh, can I just throw like? Because I don't want to talk about him anymore, but like Mitro at eleven point five, taking the over, taking the over, baby. So he's he's in like what forty percent of their goal involvement? Is that what you said? Yeah, something like that. Probably is, is, more. Like yeah. All right. So sixty percent is sixty percent of six goals scored. Is that is that yeah. going to go over? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you're, you're, you're having fun with math, and I don't like what you're doing. No, he when he was on Fulham two years ago. He scored 13, and they were an awful team. So it's like that's already the over if he duplicates that year, but he's gotten better during that time. So I think I think 11.5 for the focal point of a promoted team is is low. Yeah, that's not bad. But I, I thought what I thought you were going to say though is Timo because we don't need to really say that much more about him because we just we're we're putting units on him to win Golden Boot and his over under is 15 and a half. Yeah, and I'm just like. Yeah, he's gonna smash that, barring injury. Everyone's everyone's banking on him to have a big year. If he yeah. if he's a dud with his stupid neck beard, people be are gonna. It, it would be. It very would just be funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm obviously. I'm. I'm gonna be on Richarlison over eleven point five two. Oh, that's um, an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm really disappointed that they don't have a Chris Wood line on here. To be honest <laughs> with you, that's kind of toxic from them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, we, he's like historically in his above average XG finisher, and last season was his only year below 
uh, scoring below his XG, and he was sixth in the Premier League on, in terms of XG. Like so crazy. He had a ton of a ton of chances. So yeah, I'm hopefully hopefully they'll correct that on the site that we use. And I mean, it, I can't see his X. I can't see it being higher than like like twelve, right? Twelve point five. So that's something mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be over if 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 it hops then. But um. I don't know. What, 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 what do you about? guys think about Bruno? I think he's a really hard one. He's at 14 and a half. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, they can't have 20 pens again, right? That just can't happen. <laughs> like, it's a stay away. Yeah. Really? Because I see them and I'm like, I in my head, I'm like, he has 8 to 10 penalties locked in. Like, yeah. that's just a thing that's going to happen. So then it's a matter of, like, time. is yeah, it going to score four, five, six in open play? Like, probably. He shoots so much. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like it, but it's just weird to rely on, you know, 80% of it coming from penalties. But, like, that's mm-hmm. just the reality. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to bet on it because I don't want him on my fantasy team. <laughs> and then, like, if he gets hot, then, and then he's on my fantasy team. And so is it the right thing to hedge against your fantasy team with gambling? Like, Probably. I think, I, absolutely, yeah. This is the crossover podcast that I always wanted. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're pretty similar, I think. You, you, you've got to watch the games and prospect out what you think is going to happen. I, I could, there's some correlation between FPL and gambling for sure. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you guys think about our, our biggest, or at least uh, Alana, my biggest miss from the players episode last year was, was Pulisic. <laughs> oh he, he finished, I, I, I don't think he went over from what his line was. No, he didn't. He didn't go One over. goal short. But yeah. what do you think about him at 11.5? I mean, all three of us are huge fans, and it's that's just kind of a fun bet. I'm probably going to take the over on that just because I, I love the kid. But it's just the fitness, man. He just mm-hmm. cannot stay on the pitch. Like, he has not shown the ability to play, like, five games in a row. And that really worries me when I'm banking on, like, a season total. Like, he just – his muscles are just weak. I don't know. <laughs> like, <he's> just, <laughs> he, he can't play through pain, whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but, like – I'm, that's the only reason the number's that low. You know, if he was, yeah. it, it would be 16 if he was not always injured all the time, but he is. And as yeah. soon as he gets fit, the competition for places, like he has to win back his position from scratch. It's not like Aguero where as soon as he's fit, he's back in the squad sort of a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm staying away. Just, I'm just too worried about it. I don't want to root against him, but the smart play is maybe the under. Uh, <laughs> that's that's uh that's just, just depressing i'm going over whatever. yeah <laughs> i mean yeah he has the talent to go over so go over but i mean needless to say i'm on i'm on tony martial same yeah same as the golden boot thing i mean he's 15 mm-hmm. and a half it's very fitness dependent again but if he's fit i think that's locked in yeah i like I that think, a lot too i think sun at 11 and a half is criminally low uh with the fact that he plays out of position if Kane is is hurt. When Kane I, gets hurt, yeah. When Kane gets hurt. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think, you know, he, he throws in a lot of assists and stuff like that, but uh, I, I, I do like that number. As well as uh, Raul, I, four, 14 and a half for Jimenez. I, I think he might get that. Are, are are we gonna go under on on anyone here? Or we, this is just a, this is all in on goals from all, <laughs> all three of us. I love it. My the one of the guys that I was looking at for maybe an under was actually Aubameyang. Mm. Um, last year was really the first time in his whole career he like drastically overperformed his XG. We know he's not that kind of finisher. Like he's one of those guys that we have enough data on to know that he's basically even with his XG. His shots are way down. His goals per ninety lowest since fourteen fifteen. Worst XG per 90, probably since 14-15, Like, it's it's a steep decline. He's old. Also, I just don't know. Uh, Arsenal are just such a weird team. You know, I don't know how good or bad their attack's going to be. Like, they're, I think Arteta's doing a fine job, and they're on the right track. But, like, are they three years away? Are they one year away? I have no idea. I, 19 and a half is just a lot, and I think he's on a decline. I just think he's on a decline is really what it comes mm-hmm. down to. That's interesting. I think that's 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 a pretty spot on. Um, he what he's like thirty one, thirty two, right? Yeah, I think he's thirty two. 
32. And, and you know, when you're 32, you're not on the decline. You're on the, <laughs> the best years of your life. Right, James? Uh, oh, yeah. Nolan and I are both oh, 32. Right. He's, so th- we're... he's 31. He's 31. <laughs> ah, I'm older. Damn. I'm older. I'm 33. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, seriously, like, just, like, per 90, like, from 17, 18 to 2019, 20 seasons, like, 0. 0.96, 0. 0.71, 0. 0.69, 0. 0.45. The goals for 90s, 0.83, 0.85, 0.73, 0.63. And, like, again, like, yes, he scored 22. Yes, he's an incredible player. I love the player. I have nothing, like, against him or Arsenal or anything. But the 22 that he scored last season was way over his open play XG of 14.2. And he's never done that. And we have, like, six years of him playing at the highest level and not doing that ever. So either he just had some random like revelation of like, oh, this is how I finish better, and Arteta taught me how to finish better after ten years of playing, or he just had a random like sort of hot finishing year, sort of lucky year with finishing. And I think it's probably the latter, so that's why I'm that's why I'm going under. It nice. is a high over, yeah, over under. Yeah. Uh, you guys have any other players that uh, caught your eye in those bets? I mean, we just rattled off like half the fucking league. We went through like all of them. (laughs) So, James, like, what are you actually like putting money down on? Uh, uh, Timo, absolutely. I'm on the over there. Um, I'm going to be on Martial over and Richarlison over. Those are three that I've already, I already have booked. Um, Mm -hmm. but I could get, I think, I think under on Aubameyang is, is a good shot. Richarlison, Mitro, I, 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 I like Sun a lot, and then I have I have money on Raz going over sixteen point five. I yeah. think we're weirdly low, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, why isn't this eighteen point five? Like, I yeah. can't figure that out. He, he definitely get he always bags in like two hat tricks against the yes. crappy teams, and yeah. then and then that just like really pads stats. So, yeah. but overall, I feel like the lines are pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like on last season, maybe I'm just misremembering, but I think on last season's pod, there were, like, five or six where we were just, like, these are way too low over on all of them. And on this year, I feel like they're just, like, a little closer, except for, you know, the guys we picked out, I think. What do you guys think? Of, oh, I meant to bring this up. What do you guys think about Ings? Like, he had season of his life. He gets a two million price hike or whatever in fantasy. And his over-under is only 13.5. Like, it's pretty... It, it, crazy what vegas where vegas thinks his actual ability lies and like versus the fantasy world you know what i mean it it gives me a lot of pause for sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) considering gambling and an fpl asset it's like whoa okay that's that's weird i know if i put money on ings in the over i'd be just watching one of the games and then just see him like grab his knee and then just (laughs) see all of my money just fly away so that's something that substitution sign with his hand yeah <laughs> yeah that, yeah, I don't, that I'm should not, be I'm your guys's merch like <laughs> there needs to be some sort of merch with substitution symbol with like your over bet just crumbling to the floor <laughs> he's he's uh, taking off his tape and disgust yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> i mean we hit that with the suarez under right where it's like the second week of oh, the season major yeah, yeah. injury it's like okay that's locked in yep <laughs> Ah, man. So I, what about the total team points bets? It's not something I looked into. I, I'm more more interested in doing like the uh, top finishers for, for team squads. But Alon, did you see anything there? I didn't. I can't. Pro- my I'm incapable yeah. of processing this. I look yeah. at all of these numbers and I'm like shrug. That's like my reaction for all yep. of them. I'm just like, that's, I don't know what this means. That's fair. Um, I do have I there are two more future bets I'm going to place just because uh. I mean, we all watch way, way too much footy. Yes. I watch probably seven or eight games a weekend is probably the average for me for the entire season. Is that I the over-under? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're we're starting taking bets on each, on each other. I am absolutely going to place a unit on fastest red card and fastest yellow card because it's going to keep <laughs> okay. me going to keep me wow. when it hits. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah, so, like we when we talk about value, we usually talk about like the rate of return, like your money, how much that turns into or whatever. But the value on season long bets is so high for entertainment, also. Yes, like if exactly. you bet on fastest yellow card over fifty five point five seconds or whatever under, it doesn't matter. Under, yeah, that's like 
so many matches. <laughs> every team playing 38 matches where every single one of them you're you're in play. Yep. That's Absolutely. So That's I'm doing fun. I'm doing I'm doing the under. I want it to happen. There's immediately going the unders on the fastest yellow card and the fastest red card, but you guys see anything else in the, in like the kind of catchy trashy bets down here? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid prop bets. Yeah. I would say my my dad when I used to play soccer as a youth my dad always told me, like, get a yellow card first tackle of the game to make sure that, like, to get my mind into the game. So I did that all the time. Wow, I didn't know you were related to Jose Mourinho. That's so insane. <laughs> Fucking you, get in you, there. You, like, don't even have an accent. That's, like, so crazy. Wow. I love that, dude. Hell yeah. Let's get him. That's fun, dude. Those are fun fucking bets. Like, yeah. anytime, like, you just see, like, Shaka on the screen... So yeah. nine minutes, you're like, it could happen. This could go <laughs> down right now. Mitro, dude, that we just Mitro's an addition of like 15 cards next season. Yeah, Who so knows no, only nine, only nine, only nine. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> there were uh, there were 48 red cards given in the Premier League last season, and the over under is 45.5. So yeah, you add Mitro in. Dude, I don't know. I think that's why the Spicy. over is at minus minus one forty. That's already yeah. accounting the the Mitro factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's spicy. I like that. Yeah. All right, guys. You got anything else you want to talk about? Or is, I think we I think we did a damn good job. I'm Nolan, you got out. anything? What about you, Nolan? I'm just going through all my notes. I mean, I have a couple more paragraphs on Mitro, but <laughs> that that could be for another pod. All right, man. Let's call it. So, Alon, thanks a lot for joining us, man. Where can people find you online? Uh, at FMLPL on Twitter, FMLPL on any podcast listening platform. That's about it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. And we, uh, on his on their their podcast Discord, they have a really great gambling channel with a bunch of fucking psycho degenerates in it. So <laughs> if, if if that sounds like your style, I would definitely recommend figuring out how to get involved on their Patreon page and hop in there. It's a good chat. And Nolan, what about us, man? Where can you find us online? Yeah, if you if you just listen to fifty straight minutes of us bullshitting about futures, then yeah, you that would be a good channel. Yeah, for you that's, to that's, go into. if you're still listening, you should definitely join that Discord. <laughs> yeah, we're at drawnobetspodcast.com or drawnobetpod on Twitter, and we try to live tweet bets. I mean, we have we have game line bets that we're not going to talk about. Obviously, we, this is all about futures. This pod, so we're going to go into what weekly cadence again, James. Yep, starting our second season, we usually record on on Mondays and have it out in your feed by Monday night. So look for us, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) 